0: everlasting father we just want to thank you for this bible study we invite your presence here as we study revelations chapter 7 we thank you for how you've been with us in previous episodes we thank you for your revelation power thank you for revealing to us secrets and interpretations of your word even as you have chosen that we should study The end time at this point in time thank you for revelation about Daniel thank you for revelation about the book of Revelation thank you for your insight thank you for your power and your backing we say be thou glorified in Jesus name as we start Lord be with us oh God and move us forward and receive the glory of God help me to speak your word with boldness oh God and with grace and bless Everyone that will be joining, oh God, and everyone that will listen to the recording, the podcast, the episodes, oh God, open their eyes and help them to be wise. In Jesus' name, we love you, God. In Jesus' mighty name, afraid. pray. amen. 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 So I want to welcome everybody to this Bible study and we are going to go on ahead to study Revelation 7 but before we read the whole chapter as we usually do um, I am going to recap Revelation chapter 6 and I pray God will continue to give us insights into His Word um, as we study. The truth is that with the interpretation that we gave last week, last meeting, the truth is, I pray that as you read, you would get the exact meaning of those scriptures. Directly from God and I pray that God will help us to be wise and that none of us will miss God's will for our lives. So in Revelation 6, it shows us the summary of Everything that will happen in the end time. So as we dig into um, future chapters we would see Details about each summary. We started with seven seals The lamb was to open the seven seals on the scroll or on the book That was in the right hand of God who was sitting on the throne and last week we saw how the lamb opened one to six of the seven seals. So the lamb is yet to open the seventh seal. And I'll just quickly recap what God showed me about the meaning of the seven seals. And I would like you to read for yourself, and also I pray that God will explain it to you. But this is what God has shown me. And. About the seven seals the first seal and I I would like you to know this even when you read for yourself and you read the seven seals I want you to know the meaning of each seal without looking at your notes I want you to know what each seal means without having to check for it from somewhere else just know it by heart the first seal we said that it means the death and resurrection of jesus christ so when jesus the lamb of god opened the first seal there was a white hearse and on this white hearse the rider had a crown on his head and had a bow they didn't talk about arrows they just talk about bow and it went on from victory to victory it went on conquering and to conquer and we likened it to or we god told us that it means the victory that jesus christ gave us on the cross the victory that christ gave us on the cross that is the first seal and that is the beginning of the secrets in Revelation. right The first seal means the death and resurrection of jesus christ and the thing is that each seal when it's been opened the effect of the seal stays with us throughout till the end of the of the world so the effect of jesus's death and resurrection is still with us we have victory every day we we are overcomers we have victory over sin. And we have victory over death. And we are being saved every day. Now, this victory will be expatiated, which will be explained in detail. So the first seal will be explained in detail in Revelations 12. So I'm telling you that Revelation 6 is a summary. And I will tag, at the end of this Bible study by God's grace, I will tag... The explanation of each seal. I will tell you the chapters. Each seal is being explained better. Um, at the end of this Bible study, I'll tell you where, what chapters explain each seal better. So, the first seal is explained better by Revelation chapter 12. And we as Christians have victory because of jesus he keeps conquering every day we fight battles because he has won the main war over sin we fight battles with the enemy but with the name of jesus we are overcomers amen so that is the first seal the second seal is the red horse and then the grace of god you see how i'm bringing it out of my head I'm not looking at any notes and I want you to also know it that way and I pray I don't forget so the second seal is the red horse now this red horse Jesus has told us about it you know when I was reading it I, I did not go through any commentary I am I'm, I'm telling you Christians try your best to get a very close relationship with God like that of pastors or prophets just let god tell you what is in his word by himself first exercise this right you have in christ yes you can you can go to commentaries and add more knowledge to it but let your first interpretation be from god himself do not leave that bible verse without begging god to tell you what it means and when god sees your heart he will talk to you and then you start growing in in the in your walk with christ So the second time, when I was reading Revelation 6, the second um, seal I heard in my ear, remember, I prepared the church for this time. I prepared the church for the red horse. Remember, I said, in the world you will have trouble, but I give you my peace. Jesus prepared us for the second seal. And the second seal has features this red horse that, Features the Red House that brought persecution, wars, and rumors of wars, and we likened it to the first world war, the second world war, all the wars, all the killings and um destructions and trouble on earth during those ages. But Christians, because of the victory of the first seal, we are more than conqueror. We we revelations 12 verse 11 we overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony and we love not our lives unto death so remember after Jesus' death and resurrection the christians were being persecuted and they overcame by the blood of jesus they overcame by and even though they did not they did not count their lives as anything they let's read revelations 12 verse 11 um, it says that they defeated him that is the devil by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony for they did not love their lives but laid them down for him so the people in in, in Peter and John and Paul's time they were persecuted and they did not love their life and They got the grace. That's why I told you that Revelations um, Revelation's um, 12 explains the first seal and even the part of the second seal because they overcame by the blood of Jesus and they had the peace of God as God told us because in the world they would have trouble and the trouble is the trouble the red horse brought to us after Jesus. Now the third seal is the black horse. So... It signals prosperity you see healthy healthy horses they are black and shiny and beautiful and so it signals the health of the horse healthy black horse and we did some calculation and we did some mathematics and we saw that the we liken the description of that verse to second Kings where Elisha prophesied that there would be abundance you know Elisha prophesied that um, there'll be prosperity in the land and we read it last week so it simply means that this is the third seal will be a period of prosperity in the, on earth and now this prosperity was not from it was the will of God because it was a voice in the midst of the four beasts that shouted a a pal, sorry a now I have to go read it <laughs> King James Version. So the the third seal says the voice okay Revelation six verse three or Revelation six verse five and then when he opened the third seal i heard the third living creature say come and see so i looked and behold a black horse and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand and who said that verse 6 and i heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius which is a day's wage right and do not arm the oil and the wine so this is prosperity so when you when you measure that that when you compare that the value of a a quart of wheat and and three quarts of barley and you measure the price during the second kings elisha's time you will see that it's even cheaper here it's cheaper in time of prosperity than elisha's time and then there was abundance of oil abundance of wine so there 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 was oil there was prosperity and it's the will of god because it came from the voice in the midst of the living creatures the four living creatures before the throne of god so everything that would bring about prosperity, God let it happen. God made knowledge increase you see social media in the internet age you see startups you see small businesses you see wisdom to make money to make wealth everything God released it to the earth because that is a period of prosperity the the poor people are in, um, the poor people are elevated you can get Rich, even when you come from a poor family, when you work hard and use the wisdom available, you don't have to be a Christian to get this wisdom. It is a free gift, just like the rain and the sun. I said it one million times. So the wisdom of this world to make money and prosperity is a free gift, just like the sun and the rain. And that is the will of God for the earth at that time. And it's still rippling onto this time. You still see prosperity, people making it, lifting their family out of poverty, the internet age, social media, Instagram, all these abilities and opportunities to make wealth. You see cars around, you know, no cars in Jesus' time, electric vehicles the streets in fact if someone were looking down from heaven they would just see electricity lights at night new york city beautiful you see this internet explosion and prosperity these were not there during jesus's time so it just shows how um we have come to enjoy the third seal which is prosperity now, the fourth seal, let me quickly explain, is now what we are waiting for. It's it's, it's it's a pale horse, a pale horse, a tired horse, a worn out horse, an unhealthy horse. When someone is pale, when the doctor say, Ah, you're pale, you don't have blood, you know, so that is what it means. The, he- the earth will become unhealthy, right? It become unhealthy and why because death is coming to earth death sitting on the horse is coming to earth and who's falling behind hell hell followed behind and so that's a very sad uh, period um, you Lord Jesus so that is the fourth seal we're still waiting for that time where death and hell (laughs) will come but the effect of the first second third seal we're still feeling it we're still feeling countries going to war against each other we're still feeling the power in the name of Jesus to save us and we're still feeling prosperity right and then we're looking forward to the fourth seal and so the fourth seal there would be a series of killings by who by not by the devil himself so before nations were killing nations but this time the hell and death will take control of the earth there will be this government by hell and death they will have their representative on earth which as we have read from the Bible it's the Antichrist and the false prophet and so their representative on Earth, the representative of death and hell, is the Antichrist. and power will be given o- unto them over the fourth of the Earth. And we saw that almost the fourth of the Earth is land, and the rest of the Earth, 29 percent of the Earth is land, and just M71 um, is water. So if it's, <coughs> it's going to kill the fourth of the Earth with hunger, that means almost 25 out of 29 percent land will will experience hunger killing with sword i wish i knew where the other part of the earth is where there's no hunger death and this killing with sword and i'll run there right (laughs) because jesus said that if they're killing you in one city run to another city going on to the fifth seal this death and hell still on earth doing this work in the midst of this we see in heaven the people that have been killed for for the word of god and the testimony of jesus that they held they cried to god that lord how long holy and true that is revelation 6 verse 10 that is this the fifth seal <clears throat> how long oh lord please open your bibles thank you how long oh lord holy and true does thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth Verse 11 it says that and white robes were given unto every one of them and it was said unto them that they should rest for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled so you can also say the period of persecution also extends to the fifth seal so the activities of death and hell also extends to this fifth seal because during this fifth seal jesus is telling the people in heaven that they're still killing your brothers the christians on earth and they they will come and join you because without us they will not be made perfect so we are the church and we're gonna come and join them and the sixth seal is where we finally come and join them which is signified by earthquake the sun becoming black as sack sackcloth of hair the moon becoming as blood and the stars of heaven falling down to earth. Um, So, now, before I read this, I will also want to read Matthew 24, which explains the sixth seal, the exact same thing, because that will usher us into the, where we are going, um, Revelations chapter 7. I am repeating all these things because I never want you to forget it and I don't want you to ever I want you to know it I want you to know it very well very I want you to to know it for yourself never to forget it so Matthew chapter 24 Verse 29 is puts more details to what happened in Matthew in revelations chapter 6 verse 12 so I am gonna read 24 verse 29 down and I'm gonna read revelation 6 verse 12 I said it last week and I don't want you to forget it whenever you are reading revelation 6 verse 12 to anybody in order to get the complete detail of everything that happened, you need to read Matthew 24, verse 29 down to the person as well. So Matthew 24, 29 says that immediately after the tribulation of those days, so when God has said, that's enough, enough killing my servants, enough of killing the Christians, right? the wrap the sixth seal will be opened immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the Sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light we know why the Sun darkened because in Revelation 6 it says that the Sun became as sackcloth of hair hair like this my hair black <laughs> the Sun is darkened so revelation Matthew 24 says the moon shall not give her light and that's what we saw in Revelations chapter 6 where it says that the moon became as blood and so it's as blood it did not give light and going back to Matthew 24 verse 29 it says the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of heaven shall be shaken so in Revelation chapter 6 verse 13 it says the stars fell the stars of heaven fell onto earth you see that so it's the same thing that was happening and then it added more things than what was in Revelation 6 it said that 30 and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven right so going back to Revelations chapter 6 Verse okay, yeah, so so you see that here it doesn't say the sign of the son of man, that's why we need to read Matthew twenty four to know more of what happened in when the sun was darkened, and that that's what we call the rapture. So it says that wherever Matthew twenty four thirty says and then shall appear the sign of the son of man in heaven and that's Jesus my god appearing in heaven and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the son of man coming in the clouds of heaven that's my Jesus with power and great glory Matthew 24:31 open your bibles <laughs> And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And what shall these angels do? They shall gather the elect. Together is the elect from the four winds and from one end of heaven to the other. He's gonna gather us that have not yet died. <laughs> right? And the thing is that the ones that have died. We read it from another part of the Bible. You see that the Bible complements each other. Not everything is written in one verse. You have to be uh, in the spirit to put all the verses together to know what happened in that time or what will happen. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, I'm not going to read it, but I'm telling you now that God showed Paul that the dead in christ will rise first before we that are alive that died maybe in the midst of them beating us and slapping us and maybe cutting our necks but we are not dead then we shall be gathered but just wait just know that yeah the bible didn't talk about what will happen to the dead in christ right But it talks about in Matthew 24, verse 31, it says that, And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. So they're going to gather us from the four winds of the world, from one end of heaven to the other. Hallelujah. Going to gather the elect, the children of God. So, and yes, and yes, the elect, both the dead, the alive, all the saints, the virgins, well, the wise virgins, We'll be gathered from one end of the heaven to the other. We're going to be gathered up to meet God. So now learn a parable of the fig tree. So now they're talking about the fig tree. You remember that they said that verse 30, Matthew twenty four thirty, And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And what's going to happen? Then all the tribe of the earth shall mourn. And they shall see the Son of man coming in clouds with power and great glory so why are they mourning why is everybody else in the earth apart from the elect that will be taken why is why are they mourning now we're gonna go back to Revelation 6 to know so I'm doing this recap because it's important so in Revelation 6 verse 13 It says that continuation of the rapture description and the stars of heaven fell onto the earth even as a fig tree casted her untimely figs when she is shaking of a mighty wind. 14. You see they give an example of a fig tree there in Revelations. Here too they give an example of a fig tree okay they give an example of a victory as well in Matthew 24 and where we are here we're in Revelation chapter 14 now and the heavens departed as a scroll as when it is rolled together and every mountain and island were moved out of their places and the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bond man and every free man hid themselves in the den and in the rocks of the mountains. You see how all the rich men, they hid themselves, the great men, the mighty men, because they, they talk about rich men because riches prevent you from knowing God. Riches, if you put your trust in your riches, you cannot be God's elect. The mighty men put their their trust in their strength. Even the bondmen, you see, even the people that are slaves. So even slaves, so far you don't know Jesus Christ. You're going to hide yourself at that time. So Revelation 6, 15 says that they hid themselves in a rock then of the rocks that is after the elect has gone you see that Matthew told us that the elect that's the um, children of God Matthew 24 told us that when that rapture takes place we will be gathered together and we'll go with God and 1st Corinthians 15 tells us how we're gonna go (laughs) say you have to read everything together to understand the Bible And so why are these rich men after the rapture shouting that, Oh, hide us, hide us, because they know what's next. They know what's next. Automatically, they just know what's next. So in Revelation chapter 6, verse 16, let's see what they know. They said to the mountains and rocks fall on us and hide us from the face of him that seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. So what's next after the sixth seal is the rot of God on the earth. Now, why will a lamb, why will a lamb have rot? Lambs are always quiet animals. Why would they be angry? You know, people say that um, Jesus cannot destroy us. Jesus is love. How can a loving God destroy humanity and let them burn in hell forever how can a loving god do this yes god is love yes he is the lamb but you see this people at the end of the day they did not even say how can there be a wrath of the lamb it says hide us mountains from the wrath of the lamb the lamb can be can be angry and that is it so jesus loves us and his love is available for you today it's left for you to accept him now when it's not too late because at that time after that rapture is the wrath of god so i wanted to read something i wrote here and It says that Jesus wanted a place to, to discard eternal creatures, which were disobedient to Him, so He created hellfire. So it was meant for the first disobedient creation, which is Satan, and the angels which He cast down. We would read more about that in Revelations twelve, and so, but all who like Satan. all choose Satan because if you don't choose God you automatically choose Satan if you disobey God you automatically are obeying Satan if you sing his songs if you obey his commands knowingly or unknowingly, hereby disobeying Jesus God and Holy Spirit when it's time for Jesus to discard Satan he will discard sinners so jesus is love he is the lamb but you see here at the end of the day after the rapture this people left behind were saying hide us from the wrath of the lamb a lamb can have rot now one thing i want to mention here right now is that every child that we bring onto this earth is an eternal human being i am gonna live forever every human being you see whether they live for one day on this earth will live forever whether they die on the day of their birth they are already they're already brought into the world and they will live forever so if you know you cannot raise a child in the way of god if you know that You cannot raise a child, then abstain from bringing children into the world. Abstain from getting married and abstain from bringing children into the world or any act that brings children into the world. Abstain from it. Malachi chapter 2 verse 15 tells us that, it says that, open your bibles to malachi 2 15 it says you were united to your wife by the lord in god's wise plan when you married the two of you became one person in his sight and what does he want when god instituted marriage why why did he do that when he brought created a man and a woman why did he do that what does god want godly children Godly children from your union therefore guide your passions and keep faith with the wife of your youth don't be don't commit adultery guide your passions don't bring children into this world when you cannot raise them in a godly way because every child is an eternal being everybody so if you so each child lives forever. Each human being lives forever. You either live forever in heaven or live forever in hell. So I pray we'll live forever in heaven. But if you live forever in hell, it's called everlasting death. If you live forever in heaven, it's called everlasting life. And we all know how to get everlasting life. It says John three sixteen. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son and whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life you believe in God when you believe in God that's the first step you'll be saved you will not perish but you have everlasting life it's very deep to believe in God when you believe in God you believe that he died for your sins. You believe in his commandments that tells us that except a man be born of water and the, um, the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So when you believe in God, you believe all it says and you do it and you apply it to your life. And then you will have everlasting life. And so that's the only way to get everlasting life. So if you know you cannot strive by God's grace by praying and committing your kids into God's hands, even your own life, then don't, bro- don't bother bringing life. Guide your passions. Wow, we have recapped Revelation 6 in a great way. And let me read the last verse of Revelation 6. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? And so that's the wrath of God. So let's read uh, Revelation 7. And I pray that God will help us. We'll start from verse 1. It has 17 chapter and verses. Now please open your Bibles to Revelation 7 verse 1. It says that, And after these things, After these things I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth that the wind should not blow on the earth nor the sea nor any tree now we've seen the first seal to the sixth seal we want to see the seventh seal but something's gonna happen before as the angels of God prepare the world to experience the wrath of God, which is the seventh seal, revelation chapter seven verse one, and after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four wings of the earth, that a wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. why because something is happening, and I saw another angel. Ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, and he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Now, who are these people? Because we've been raptured, right? We've gone, right? We've gone to heaven and jesus was well, yet to know if he stayed on the cloud or he went with us to heaven let's keep reading because matthew 24 remember we are reading the bible together the sign of the son of man coming in the clouds with power and great glory that's where it stopped he, then matthew twenty four thirty one says that he sent his angels to gather us to go right we don't know if he we don't know where jesus went did he come down to earth to 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 oversee the wrath (laughs) did he stay somewhere did he stay on the cloud we're still gonna know god is gonna open our eyes to see that but before the wrath of god started something happened revelation 7 there's some servants of god still left who are these servants of god and how what's going to happen to them it says four and i heard the number of them so 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 revelation seven three saying hurt not the earth neither the sea nor the trees till we have sealed the servants of our god in their foreheads and i heard the number of them which were sealed and they were Sealed 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Wow. So who are these people? Of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Reuben were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of God were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Asher were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Naphtalim were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Manasseh were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Simeon were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Levi were sealed, 12,000 of the tribe of Issachar were sealed, 12,000 of the tribe of Zebulun were sealed, 12,000 of the tribe of Joseph were sealed, 12,000 and of the tribe of Benjamin, the 12th son of Israel were sealed, 12,000 verse 9 and then so that's what happened they just sealed them on earth right what happened to them I don't know John saw this vision of what that happened before the wrath of God started on Earth, and then God, John, then saw some things in heaven, starting from Revelation seven verse nine. So, what should we do about this one well, forty four thousand people here? <laughs> so, God will still tell us more about them in Revelations fourteen but based on revelations 14 we can go and take a sneak peek at them so revelations 14 1 to 5 just the same way as they just hinted us about this one 44,000 people in revelations 7 1 to 8 has nothing to do with the rest verse they just hinted us the same way revelations chapter 14 1 to 5 has nothing to do with the rest verse it just hinted us about the 144,000. And who are they? What happened to them? So if you just try to go to Revelations 14, 1-5 quickly to see where else they mention this 144,000 people. It says that, And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on Mount Zion, and with him, 144,000, having his father's name written on their foreheads, and I heard a voice from heaven, as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of great thunder. And I heard the voice of harpers. So I heard the voice of harpers, happing with their haps, and they sung as it were a new song before the throne, and before the beasts and elders. And no man could learn that song, but the hundred and 44,000 which were redeemed from the earth so this 144,000 after us after we have gone right this special set of people right will be redeemed as well from the earth says these were these are they which were not defiled with women so they are guys right 144,000 men they have not had sex they are virgins never had sex before obviously different from the elect that suffered persecution obviously different from we the Christians that are raising godly offsprings and were persecuted and were raptured this were different set of people i don't know why God is keeping them right now in Israel. they know themselves i don't know them i 'm not them because I have kids already <laughs> i'm not a man i'm not I have kids so i'm not part of the one forty four thousand but they know themselves and they were also redeemed from the earth. they were actually redeemed, and this is how it is revelations fourteen verse four says these are they which have not devoured themselves with women for they are virgins these are they which follow the lamb wherever they go so god has prepared some army but for himself that will follow him wherever he goes these are virgins right these were redeemed from among men being the first fruits unto god and to the lamb so they're like tight somehow because first fruit means tight unto God and to the Lamb and in their mouth was found no guile for they were without fault before the throne of God so these are special people I don't know where they are but they are just God is trying to tell us that they exist right so if you see some 144,000 people riding with God riding with Jesus following Jesus wherever he goes 145,000 men following Jesus wherever I go don't be jealous well, don't say oh i want to be part of them." god has already elected them to follow the lamb wherever it goes and i don't know they are the ones that will be following the lamb wherever it goes that's what the bible says so let's go back to revelations chapter 7 you see that it takes god's power and wisdom to understand the bible because you see this revelations 1 7 verse 1 to 8 and you be like who are these one forty four thousand people again? You know. But by God's grace, they are special army that God has set for Himself. Revelation seven verse nine. Now this is where we're going. What's going to happen to us after we have been raptured? After this, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, that is us, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people, a great multitude. And tongues stood before the throne multitude nobody uncountable you know uncountable people so there's still Christians on earth a lot of people will be raptured so this great multitudes of all nations kindreds people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and pounds in their hands And cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which seated upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts. I mean, they will be like, You guys, welcome, welcome. Because they've been waiting for us. You know, when we were reading Revelation chapter 3, where we saw that, trying to remember. Again, Revelation chapter 4 where we saw that John was describing the throne of God in heaven it was kind of like a little bit lonely There's this this was God on the throne lonely in my sight not in God's sight God forgive me like God was on the throne and the green rainbow the sea of glass the seven candlesticks the four beasts the 24 elders around the throne of God the Lamb all those things were happening, the angels singing, but now we have a great multitude. The people that have been raptured, dressed in white robes, they are here now. And okay, how do I know? Because they told John about it. So let's keep reading. Revelation 7, verse 12. Open your Bibles. So they worship God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. Verse 13. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, One of the 24 elders said to John, and this is what he said to John. He said, um, Sorry about that. He said to John that, what are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? Uh, what are these people in white robes? And where did they come from? Why did the 24, one of the 24 elders ask John? He knows, right? So why did he ask John? Like a, like a quiz. <laughs> With all the things you have been seeing. Do you understand what's going on right now? That's what I'm trying to ask John. So let's, let me read Revelations 13 and 14 together. It says... And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came day? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. You know, sir, you know, tell me. <laughs> I don't want to act like I know it all, because just, just tell me what happened. To and I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said unto me, This are they which came out of great tribulation. And have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, are day before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that seated on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat, any form of heat, no heat. No hell, no heat. Mm-mm. Revelation seven seventeen. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them unto living fountains of water, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Amen. All tears wiped away. All traumas all troubles, persecution, pain, floggings, killings shall be wiped away. Sicknesses, diseases shall be wiped away. So that is it. Those that have come out of the great tribulation shall sing to God. They shall be clothed with white robes and they shall sing to God. And that is the end of Revelation 7. And I hope we have been blessed. And so don't be confused about the 144,000 people. They are extras, And God chose them from the tribe of Israel because the Israel was the first people that God reached out to but they rejected God but God still had a plan for them I don't know if you've heard something called a remnant God always talk about I will not forget you Israel I will not forget you there will still be a remnant so this remnant God chose them 144 people God chose them to save them as well alongside with us that have received Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior. I don't know anything about the one forty four thousand people except that they are virgins and they don't they've not slept with any women, they are men. According to the word of God. So I will be part of the I will be part of the the multitudes that I've come out of the great tribulation. I will be part of the people singing blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving, honor, power, might be unto my God forever and ever. Hi, my husband, my children, my family, my parents, my my in-laws everybody in my family in jesus name we will be part of the multitude in heaven singing blessing glory wisdom thanksgiving honor power and might unto god forever in jesus name and i pray that you too listening to me right now and your family and your friends and our friends will be part of this multitude in heaven singing to god in Jesus name amen so i i promised that i was going to give us a summary i want you to write this down in your notes it's not part of this revelation chapter 7 but it will help us going forward so revelation chapter 8 begins the wrath of god on earth i don't know i don't really like the detail but maybe the detail is to scare people and really make you know what lies ahead the gravity of the punishment and the anger of god on humans that disobey him god is telling us this rot to make you run away from sin to make you run away i mean people say oh i want to go to heaven because i love jesus not really because i'm afraid of hell that's good. But me, I want to go to heaven both because I love Jesus and because I'm afraid of hell. I don't want to go to hell. I, that's why I want to go to heaven. I love Jesus Christ. I, I love him so much. And I don't want to go to hell. That's why I'm holding on to Jesus. I'm holding on to my Bible. I'm holding on to God. I don't want, the, it I don't want any mistake. God help me. So this rot is horrible. And God desired that we know about it. And he has put it in the Bible. The rod of God is terrible. Rod of the lamb. It can be kind. can also be angry. And remember, Psalm 2 says that kiss the son. Lest he be angry with you. Before he gets angry, kiss him. Love him. Love on him. Worship him. Serve him. So, Revelation 8, which we'll be studying next meeting, begins the rod of God. The word of god has is the seventh seal the last seal of the book that was in the right hand of god and then the the um the seal the the the, the seventh seal has so many details i don't like it but by god's grace god will help us to study it and tell us why we should he wants us to study it and he, there's seven trumpets of Wolves, there's the three woes, there's this bowl of wrath so many bad things that would happen on the earth so if you're with your notes right now just know that revelations 8 is the seventh seal it includes the blowing of the trumpets one to four out of the seven trumpets that will be blown as one trumpet is being blown some terrible thing is happening to one part of the earth as the second trumpet is being blown there's some terrible thing happened to another part of the earth and there's still some people that will not die because God is killing them in batches, killing the sinners in batches. It's just crazy. Revelations 9 the trumpet 5 to 6 was blown. Trumpets 5 to 6 were blown. Revelations 10, trumpet 7 was blown. And more about trumpet 7 and the first and second wars happening. Revelations 11 so revelations 8 to 11 is explanation of all the things that will happen to people that were left behind after the rapture people that did not suffer or that took the mark of the beast so we are going to also learn some things about let let me not jump so in your notes you have written down I believe you have written down revelations 8 to 11 is a summary of the seventh seal. Trust me when I tell you summary because God is still going to explain it more the evil things, the rot, not evil, the rot, the bad things that will happen to the earth in detail. Even after this Revelation 8, chapter 8 to chapter 11, they're still expatiating explaining more about the, the rot of God. In future verses of revelations and then revelations 12 looks like God wanted to ease on the explanation of his wrath. he started now explaining the first and second seal again so in your notes right revelations 12 explains the first seal the foundation of the world how and why it's necessary for Jesus to come and save us and then it explains the second seal how the the seed of the woman will be dealt with by the the beast and sorry the yeah by satan and in persecution the trouble the second the red horse revelation thirteen verse fourteen talks about seals four five and six so revelation thirteen tells us about the pale horse bringing death and hell and the representatives of death and hell is antichrist on earth and the false prophet and this death and hell will be giving the mark to people that's revelations 13 14 explaining more about the seals 4 5 and 6 giving the mark to people and god says if you're wise if you're wise if you're a wise virgin you will know the mark it's not enough to be a virgin it's not enough to be a child of God as you are doing the holiness reading salvation reading gift of the spirit fruit of the spirit know how the world will end know what the mark of the beast is be in the spirit you need to be a wise virgin so that you won't accept the mark when you accept the mark you cannot have oil again so the foolish virgins were virgins holy Christians but they were not wise they did not know what the mark is Bible says, "Where is wisdom?" And if you know, if you are wise, if you are a wise virgin. You get the wisdom, and what? Know what this mark of the beast is. And I pray God will help me to be wise and know what the mark of the beast is when it comes, and avoid it in Jesus' name. And I pray God will help you to be wise as well. So, Revelation thirteen fourteen. Don't take the mark explains what's going to happen and also explains the rapture at the end of revelations 14 again you see it just got repeating stuff explaining stuff so you have to know what it is so <clears throat> we read a little bit about revelations 14 1 to 5 144 people following the lamp everywhere they go that chunk of that verse has nothing to do with that whole revelations 14 but god just placed it there and it might even be part of Revelation 13, but the people that arranged the chapters in the Bible chalked it up with Revelation 14. It looks a little bit confusing, but we already know when the 144,000 people will be sealed. They will be sealed after a rapture, before the wrath of God. So we know where they, where to place Revelation 14: 1 to 5. We know where to place it in history. So <clears throat> we can't be confused about that part so praise the Lord revelations 15 chapters 15 16 17 and 18 more detailed explanation about the wrath of God and judgment on the earth which was explained in revelations 8 9 10 and 11 right so it's just some detailed explanation and then revelations 19 just gives us a glimpse of what we'll be doing in heaven celebration more interesting stuff revelations 20 is about the 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 plan that jesus has to reign on earth for 1000 years jesus will still reign on earth for 1000 years and let's see who is who is going to come to reign with him for that 1000 years we're going to read more about that to the glory of god's name and then revelations 21 telling us excuse me that god will create a new heaven and a new earth after the judgment after everything and he explained it in two chapters revelations 21 and 22 beautiful beautiful new heaven beautiful new earth beautiful and that's the end of the bible and that's the end of revelation so it's gonna be a long ride I'm tempted to just say we already know what's gonna happen let's stop studying but I'm not sure what God wants to show us about all this wrath of God and more details about it I don't feel like reading it since already I'm not gonna be here but I'm just gonna to continue to obey God to study Revelation 8 the wrath of God on the earth Oh, so scary i would not be here by god's grace so let me pray with us right now everlasting uh, father we thank you for the grace to study your word we thank you for your understanding your power your grace your wisdom knowledge and understanding your your mercy your breath your life we thank you for the name of Jesus. We thank you for your love, for coming to die for us on the cross of Calvary. We pray that your word will continue to remain in our hearts and continue to save us. We pray that you will hold us firm, that we will be found in heaven at the end of the day. In the name of Jesus Christ, help us to be wise virgins, Lord, to know the signs of the times, to know the number and avoid it uh, 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 even though we are virgins help us not to be foolish virgins but help us to be wise help us to be raptured help us to reign with you forever help us to be part of your kingdom in jesus name all the seeds that beset us the little seeds that we fall into give us grace to overcome them help us to be born of the spirit and born of water because that is the only way we can overcome help us to be filled with the spirit and walk in the spirit so we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh help us to hug your word every day so that we will not sin against you the bible says the word have i hid in my heart that i might not sin against you help us to hide your word every day in our hearts God. Even as Babylon, which will be studied, and I'm sure that's why you want us to study it, Lord. Even as Babylon will be coming every day to us to draw us into it, help us to say no and reject sin, reject Babylon, reject the worldly system. And now they try to update us with the latest sins, with the latest atrocities, oh God, through movies. Through songs, Lord, help us to reject those movies, help us to reject those songs, help us to reject those goods, oh God, through greed, through luxury, help us to reject the luxury of Babylon, in the name of Jesus Christ. As we study your word, open our eyes, oh God, Lord, the reason why you want us to study your wrath, oh God, please show it to us, don't leave us alone, Lord, don't just let us study, but show us the deep secret, Lord. We obey you, Lord. Have mercy on us, and please do not leave us alone. Do not, do not leave us alone to study, O God. But please open our eyes. We are grateful and thank you for all the revelations you have given us so far, Lord. As we go into more stories, Lord, do not leave us alone. Forgive us our sins and wash us clean with your blood. And come and study with us, O Lord, to the glory of your name. Save my brothers and sisters. All the people that need your help, maybe oh, the ladies that need your help, the men that need your help, the children that are in bondage, they are kidnapped, Lord. Save them, O oh, Lord. Set them free from the physical bondage and the bondage of their souls. Set them free from every form of bondage, O oh, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Deliver them, O oh, God, from every power of darkness, O oh, God. Save them by yourself. Have mercy on everyone listening right now and save us indeed. Give us your Holy Spirit, which is the, the best gift, O God. Receive the glorification of days, O God. Convict every soul, O God, and do the work of salvation in every life, O God, so that we can be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ in Jesus mighty name we afraid amen thank you for joining us this day again till i come your way next time stay blessed